The Rough Drafts Podcast is sponsored by Unicorn.com, the world's premier eSport betting site. Log on today to bet on all your favorite eSports titles at the simple click of a button. Choose your game, choose your team, earn Unicorns, and who knows, maybe you'll earn enough to enter to win any number of fabulous prizes, such as Logitech peripherals or CSGO skins in their marketplace. Unicorn.com. Log on today. Hello, Internet. This is Chase Redshirt King Wassenaar. I'm a free agent, head coach, and analyst, as well as a contributor at Slingshot Esports. And welcome to another edition of our World Championship League of Legends Guess the Lines podcast. We have just wrapped up the second day of Worlds action. Yesterday was my day to, to rub a lot of things into Walder's face. Things went... Very well for me yesterday. Of course, Karma has now returned the favor over to Walter. Every team that I wanted to win, it went the other way. My predictions were good, but the desire for upsets and everything else did not work out. And here to enjoy the fact that things have now turned back in his direction and he can come out of the, uh, the curtains as a TSM fan who can celebrate an awesome victory that they just wrapped up the day with is my good friend and co-host, Walter Ciedis Fedchuk. Walter, how you doing, man? Oh, it is so joyous to be a TSM fan today. It is so joyous. Praise be the most high. Praise be Andy Reginald Din and Soren Bjergsen Bjerg and Yingling Double Lift Hang. God, it's wonderful to be a TSM fan because, damn, they looked good. Holy moly. That was a great game to watch. I'm it is so genuinely amazing what happens when you just give Bjergsen a hard carry. Like, <laughs> right? it, it, like who would have thought that if you let Bjergsen just play Syndra <laughs> and just first pick it, and you just knew that your best player was going to be on a champion he felt really good with, that oh, things yeah. were going to work out well? No one could have seen that coming. It, it <laughs> clearly, you know, upset of the, of the century there. Um, I will say, I just want the fans at home to know that Walter sent me a message right before the TSM game, that said, and I quote, don't worry, we're effed anyway. <laughs> that was your confidence level going in. And I don't, jinx, if, I don't know if it was a reverse jinx or if you were just genuinely just, you know, too many things had gone well for you going up into that game. You're, you're up three unicorns and your C80s uh, guesses the line. Well, I wasn't up three unicorns at that point, And even TSM getting first blood in that game lost me unicorns. So, <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't go up unicorns until EDG uh, di- didn't... Until they almost got the first blood and then almost got first blooded and then actually got the first blood. So that was when, yeah. I, that was when I earned those... That plus three in the column just for today. I'm still I'm still down like 200 unicorns total. It's but, fine. Uh, you're still yeah. doing better than we did last year when we did our unicorn <laughs> challenge. So I think you're doing all right. Definitely do catch uh, C80's caches in if you want to see Walter put his money where his mouth is. But we are going to talk about day three's gambling alliance. Obviously, 
You know, there's going to be a little bit of movement uh, with all of the games that we saw today. There's a lot of movement, however, in the first two games, you would imagine, because we've had a whole day to sit on what we saw from Group A. And we start with CLG versus Albus Knox Luna. Walter, what are your thoughts on, on this series now that we've seen that, you know, North America seems to be the superior region to Europe, at least so far in this tournament? Well, see, I think we've only we only saw one game out of CLG uh, out of G two, which we'll we'll wait and we'll see what happens if that was a fluke. If CLG is just really good, um, the the thing about with CLG against G two is that Darshan showed up. Mm. Darshan played to the level that we had expected him to play in the summer. That was the level he played at MSI. That was the level he played in the spring. Um, he looked really really good on the poppy. Uh, and G2 just looked a little lost because they put a lot of gold and time and experience and resources into expect, and then he never TP'd. And when all your gold is on one person and he never joins team fights on time, I mean, you're 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 in a bit of a pickle. So suboptimal, I think, is a fair it, it's word to say. Definitely suboptimal. I wouldn't <laughs> say that expect is one of the good guy top laners, uh, <laughs> legends, but. I looking at then at like AHQ or H2K and then Splice. Splice is a dumpster fire. Might as well write them off, but mm-hmm. I was kind of writing them off at the beginning anyways. I was just a little bit higher. I was like, there's a chance something happens. No, there's no chance anything's gonna happen with them. Yeah. Um take the experience, boys, go back, keep working hard. Um Senkux keeps playing Cassiopeia, which he's bad at. Yeah. I get he had to learn it, but you're bad at it. Please stop playing it. Yeah, we'll save um, Splice for tomorrow. But did, did it affect your line at all when you made your guess for Albus Knox? Because obviously we don't no. expect much from Albus Knox. They, they played a half-decent early game. You know, the first 10 minutes were kind of interesting. And then yeah. Rocks Tigers, remember, they were the Rocks Tigers and kind of took yeah. care of business. But where no. did you put the line for that game? Yeah, so so nothing, nothing changed really. Um, it was just kind of figuring out how high I wanted to go. So I put it at CLG minus 1,000. Okay. So I get this one. I said CLG minus 600. Okay. It is CLG minus 769. So almost directly between the two of us, except slightly towards me. And I will gladly take that point. Okay. That's fair. That put Albus Knox at plus 450, which I would not take for, for just about anything. Um I, I think that CLG is still at this point where after getting fourth place in North America, people are still a little afraid to go all in on the CLG hype train after just one game. And especially after they lost to Pain Gaming last year, like the whole wild cards can mess with CLG thing is still in play. But the difference is... Not, I don't, this, wi- not this wild card. Yeah, there's, there's no bot lane that's really going to throw them off guard. I don't see anything from Miracle or Liquid, especially because you have to imagine the brand's going to be banned. And, and so now you're like, well, maybe Kira outplays who he. That's basically your path to victory, and and that's there, it's I suppose. But it's, it's a chance. But um, yeah, it's it's the dumb and dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. It, it's not. It's not that they can't like get kills early on. The difference between 
Elvis Knox Luna and INTZ was that Elvis Knox Luna was getting kills just for the sake of kills and wasn't capitalizing on it. And you're playing against a team that's really, really good at just taking objectives. Yeah. As CLG showed us against G2. They don't necessarily need kills to take objectives. Yeah. So I just I, don't think Elvis stands much of a chance at all. I'm not worried about CLG in the slightest. I'm not worried about Rocks Tigers in the slightest when you look at game two against G2. Rocks will be on blue side, which is always nice. I think that we saw a lot of problems with G2. Mm-hmm. But Rocks Tigers also showed, let's call it an undisciplined early game. I think that's a, <laughs> a fair way to put it. Undisciplined. That's the word you want to use. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't use expletives on this podcast, so that's Arrogant, the word I'm going to go with. Underwhelming, underprepared. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with undisciplined because in Korea, the lack of discipline is probably the biggest insult you can you can give them. So yeah. that's what I'm going to stick to. But do you think there's any chance that we see some of those problems with the Tigers this time around, or is this when we see them wake up and just make a statement? No, this is no fair. It was like, okay, guys, ha, 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 you had your fun. Now let's go 6-0, and let's beat up on everyone, and let's make sure that we get SKT in the finals because that's... That's the real bugaboo because they want they want SKT and they want it to be in the finals um, if they if they can help it they yeah. don't want to be the number two seed coming out of this and meet SKT in the quarterfinals and be like <sighs> it's it's gonna take all the buzz out of it it's just like people always forget that the 1980 men's hockey team had to play in the gold medal game yes. They beat the Russians in the semifinals and then had to beat Sweden in the gold medal game. No one remembers the gold medal game. Everyone remembers, yeah, they beat the USSR. Like, that's it. So, Look, yeah. as, as someone who's attending the semifinals in Madison Square Garden, I have no problem if <laughs> Rocks, Tigers, and SKT end up on the same side of the bracket. Same, but... but... I do want them to both be one seed, so it's at least a yeah. semifinal matchup. Like it, yeah. and, and honestly, you know, for everything that Rocks, Tigers did wrong, like... I still think Smeb is really, really good at League of Legends. I think Prey played incredibly well. Some of the decisions he made were beyond what I think a lot of people think of when they think of Prey. They don't usually think of him as a hard carry, but he absolutely did his job and then some there. I don't think Peanut is going to be goofing around that much against Trick. And Trick just looked lost. So all of that into account, where did you think the line was? So I have the line at rocks minus 500. Right. And I, I had it at minus 400. See, this is where it's basically between both of us, but it's just slightly on your side. So you get the point. The actual line is rocks minus 455. See, I was afraid I didn't go high enough. Yeah, no, it's, it's relatively reserved. And I think that if we learned anything from today... You know, Group D and Group uh, C, Mm -hmm. we saw that with a couple exceptions, like one game sample sizes are stupid and we should never make full judgments off of them. You know, Group C, everyone is one and one now. I mean, look, look, I'm not saying that we're not going to. We absolutely will. I mean, the fact that, you know, on blue side today, uh, four of the six teams that were on blue side Actually, I think it was five of the five, six. Five of the six teams. Five of won. the six were on blue side, despite the fact that it was three and three yesterday. You know, like we we can make a whole bunch of judgments on that regard. We can make a whole bunch of judgments about the one game that we saw from G two. 
I think that G2 has the chance to play much smarter than that. We have seen yes. Trick play much smarter than that. Absolutely. You know, Perks is one of those guys where, I mean, I've talked about on this, you know, when I did a G2 preview, like he has mm-hmm. games where his positioning is terrible, and then he has games where he single-handedly wins games for his team. Yeah, and, and you live and die by that. And, you know, Kuro, you know, there's a chance just because Kuro is a little bit of a safer mid laner that that's in play. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Rocks Tigers will take the win. But G2 at plus 300, I think that's uh, fair. I think it's fair. Yeah, I wouldn't it's, take it's it. Fair. It's fair. I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I think it's fair. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Rocks at minus 455, I think, is about where that line needs to be. Yeah. So I so agree. now we're going to move on and and people at home can see the graphic. So I'm not going to pretend like I don't know what you picked for this game. <laughs> so I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to let you talk because if I give my initial reaction, there are going to be too many expletives and Unicorn's going to stop sponsoring this part of the podcast. So please <laughs> you mute you ex- is that what you want me to do? No, I'm just saying explain to me in, in all of uh, all of your wisdom. Why in the world, after the thrashing that Cloud Nine received today, do you think that they should be favored against a one seed in Group B in this game? See, I, I see you, how you could be confused, but the problem is uh, most people in the Western Hemisphere don't actually revolve around logic. Mm. Um, they revolve around memes and uh, like stereotypes and uh, preconceived notions of other people, other things, and other cultures. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is just pure Western bias. And Flashville is also lost. So remember when we did the futures? Cloud Nine was above Flashwolves in the true. odds to win the group. They were above them in the odds to outright win. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking at this. Okay, so that tells me Cloud9 would have been favored yesterday before they ever played SKT. They would have been favored in this. Mm -hmm. So I am still sticking with Cloud9 because despite them getting absolutely destroyed Mm. by SKT and Faker, um, that's just how high I think the line was kind of already pushed up. And now it's coming down because now, okay, well, it's about Cloud9 losing, not that Flash Wolves are actually a good team. Um, so I have my line at Cloud9 minus 145. Now, I, I had Flash Wolves at minus 180. And I want to make it clear like, the, the reason that I went this way, I, and I, I totally agree with some of the Twitter an, uh, analysis that we saw tonight. <laughs> I think that Impact is nowhere near as dominant in this world's meta as... No way! No way! Now that he's having to play actual top laners. I know, it's shocking. Um, No way. Maybe we overestimated him a little bit. Bandar. Meteos versus Karza, I I think, does not go the way that Cloud9 wants it to. I think that... You know, realistically, you know, this is something, and we saw this from Flash Wolves last year at Worlds. Mm-hmm. They dropped a game to Pain Gaming. They dropped a game to CLG, neither of which they should have lost. And then they beat Rocks Tigers twice. Like, Flash Wolves are weird. Weird stuff happens. <laughs> I really had to catch myself on an expletive there. Weird stuff happens. You just have to accept that. Welcome to rooting for any Taiwanese team. You can imagine how my heart felt as they took such a clear win against Aimei and turned it into a loss out of just 
an inability to understand, like, no, seriously, guys, I know it's a Varus, but you can totally dive him under tower and take the mid lane tower. It's been 20 minutes. How in the world have you not done this? It was it was embarrassing, but it's the kind of thing I don't expect to happen again. And the casinos agree with me. Flash wolves are favored minus 143. So I get that point. Cloud9 is the underdog at plus 110. See... Casinos, you're not actually supposed to be intelligent because <laughs> I'm supposed to be taking money from you tomorrow on this game. Yeah. And just cutting into my profit. Well, I will I will point out, I know you do your C80s cashes in thing, but as our good friend of the pod, uh, Steve Kaffmeyer, who, does, who has uh, come on the podcast before, Stats with Steve was a fun segment that we did during some of the North American and European uh, playoff runs. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he pointed out there was a lot of movement against Flash Wolves right before their game today. I expect the same to be true tomorrow. So just because it's at minus 143 now when we're recording this at 2.30 in the morning on Saturday <laughs> does not mean that there won't be more value to be had. Cloud9 fans might wake up and, and shift some things. So there may be value there. But for now, Flash Wolves are the favorite. And that's all that matters to me because it means I get the point. And that's really, at the end of the day, there's nothing more important than me beating you at this challenge that, you know, that, that we do on this podcast. So we're going to move forward. I may versus. I mean, I could think of a number of things that are actually like more important. Um, world peace, <laughs> um, ending hunger. Um, I, I don't know. Stopping man. this this scary killer clown epidemic that's apparently taking over upstate New York and has me cowering in my bedroom because I hate clowns. I mean, all of those things sound like a, a nice thing to stop, but none of them give me bracking rights over you on a podcast. So, and like I said, Western Hemisphere, torn. we're greedy, ego driven, <laughs> and don't care about anybody else. So there you go, prime <laughs> example. Congratulations, I gave you world peace and ending world hunger. And you're just like, yeah, but beating you in a in a competition that only we care about. Look, man, I've won <laughs> I've won four or five. I have a reputation to uphold here. The only time I've ever lost this thing was at Worlds. I've really I put my A game into this. Worlds but, last year, yep. But yes, I I agree with you. We should probably tackle world <laughs> hunger before we tackle how I can beat you at a little gambling <laughs> mini game that we have amongst ourselves. I just want to be on the record as saying that I am aware of this. Too because, late. Because you know there are going to be some YouTube comments that are like, man, that guy is so full of himself. What a what jerk. What a dick. <laughs> Walter, we have sponsors, you monster. Uh, oh, well, whatever. Everybody gets one. If Deficio managed to not get fired by this point, I think we'll be fine. We're going to move forward. I'm A versus SK Telecom. I... Do we think any better of Ime after this game? The what? The one and oh, Ime? The one and oh, Ime that I was told I'm ludicrous for thinking are any good and that they're awful and they're probably worse than Splice. They they're shouldn't have won that game. game. They shouldn't have won that. It, it, like nine times out of ten, they this lose is that Athena's game. Athena's mo. This has always been Athena's mo. I'm just gonna bait them into the late game. Didn't you know Coobs is coaching this team? Like, come on, it's white and red logo complexity. It's the late game team. It's the, yeah, just keep coming at us. Keep coming at us. Keep coming at us. Yeah, you go ahead and try starting that Baron. That's a great idea. We're going to sit here. We're just going to wait until you make a mistake. And then trap shut game over. It was awesome. 
it was even better than it was against an LMS team because now I get to just brag against you and Obscurica and all you other three LMS fanboys. I, I would like to point out just on the record that Obscurica <laughs> wrote an entire article about how he thought the LMS was going to choke at Worlds. So yeah. I, I don't think that's fair. You hate me all you want. <laughs> I hyped up the LMS. I picked them. If you read our articles on Slingshot Esports, I picked both LMS teams to make it out of groups. Yeah. Send all your hate my direction. <laughs> but Obscurica can only retweet the link where oh. he said he didn't think the LMS was going to do well so many times. He's not innocent because I've been watching the LMS games with him in Discord, so he's not innocent. Sorry, buddy. Look, look. Sorry, buddy. Rooting interests is very different from actual predictions. I very want Flash Wolves and AHQ to be good. That does not mean that I am convinced. I, I predicted them to be good. He did not. He gets a break. I Fair don't. I, I, and, and you know what? It's, it's literally a one-game sample size with Flash Wolves. And it's a one-game sample size with Imei and SK Telecom. But I think it's safe to say that one of those teams was more impressive than the other. Is, is, that, yeah. a, is that a safe assumption to make, Walter? Yeah, the new pawn, Athena. Man, Imei was... Imei was... Fa- Wait... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting word from my producer that I am not allowed to actually say that on air. Uh, yeah, Faker. <laughs> Wait, no, no, we all know Faker's a god. Right, but I want to talk. <laughs> Faker is a god. Duke is not the problem, and I can't wait for Beggy to play Nunu. Are you guys happy? There you go. There you go. First of all, I love that this show somehow has a producer. I did not know that about That's the show. Me. Congratulations! I, I, I mean, we've really moved up in the world, I think. But, but second of all, yeah, yes, I think SK Telecom. It's amazing how much better they look when they have a jungler that actually knows how to do things. And I understand that Blank had a meta, and there was a time in which Blank was very valuable for this team. It's not right now. Coma recognized this. He made the right call, and now we have a jungler. You know, Banky can play a lot of the things that are in this meta, and he can play them well. And it was quite nice to see. I really loved just how efficient SKT was. I think of all the victories we saw today, that was probably the most dominant. You can make a case that the way Splice got run over was very much along that regards. But I I think that Splice was a worse team than the team that SKT beat up today. I mean, we'll see. You know, maybe Cloud Nine's terrible tomorrow when I take that all back. But that was, to me, an incredibly impressive performance by SKT, and really a sign that the team has grown significantly since what we saw at the LCK, where there were significant flaws in the team. Especially if you look at, you know, some of the things you talked about on our preview. You know, the whole idea of, you know, Wolf getting caught out warding for no reason, Blank just not being effective, Duke not being able to have the impact he needs in the top lane. It's easy to not get caught out if you're playing Alistar. It's pretty easy to get away with it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But at the same time, it is one of those things where we've seen good Alistars and we've seen bad Alistars. Wraith did us all a favor and showed us what it looks like (laughs) to play a bad Alistar today. (laughs) So we do know that they exist. Uh, And I think it says a lot about Wolf that he played it as well as he did. But all of this, of course, Walter, leaves us to the eternal question of where should that put this SKT versus IMA line? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going with your League of Legends. Three-time world champs. Give me a whole bunch of threes. SKT minus 
333. I love how you've already declared them three-time champs because we saw one game in which they beat up a probably bad Cloud9. I love it. Keep the three-time hype going. Champs. Three-time champs. I'm calling it right now. I am so angry that I threw all my unicorns on EDG. I'm really actually irritated with myself that I bet against Faker. It, it's totally in play. I'm not ruling it out. By there the are way, two rules to League of Legends esports gambling. Don't gamble on your favorite team. Don't bet against Faker. I broke rule two. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I deserve to lose those unicorns. The Demon King has uh, <laughs> has been angered. Though, on the bright side, he made it up to you by saying that Bjergsen totally deserves the title of NA Faker, which I'm not sure is supposed to be a compliment or an insult. I, I, I guess it's probably We already a knew this. Guys, we already knew this. This isn't a big deal. We already knew that Bjergsen was the best player in North America, and there was no one close. There is no Smeb in North America to challenge him. It's like calling it's like calling Aaron Rodgers the MJ of the current NFL. Like I it's yeah, it's a cool title. It's cool for like pundits and analysts to be like, oh well who's really the faker of North America or Europe? Like it doesn't mean anything. It just means you're the best player in your region by far. There you go. Yeah. And and, and for the record, Smeb just heard everything you just said and is ready to take it out and expect tomorrow, which Good. is gonna be really fun for Good. him. Congrats. Uh, I said the line was minus three twenty. I figured that Ime was going to get some credit for the win today. Oh. Apparently not. The line is SKT minus 667. Sounds about right. Oh, boy. Sounds about right. I mean, we, we both undersold it by more than half of the points that it actually got. That's Ime at plus 400. Are, are we tempted? No. Nope. Just because Faker is Faker, and that's just enough? I mean that's fair. I, I I don't argue with your don't against yep. don't bet against Faker's <laughs> Faker strategy. I I understand where you're coming from. I it's just Faker. my plus four hundred for a team nope. that won today, nope. despite extreme nope. circumstances. Nope. You said it yourself. They didn't deserve to win that game, and they won because they got one team fight. That's not going to happen against SKT. It's not going to happen. I would imagine that would be true. I just plus four hundred. I have to at least ask the question. I would be doing and everyone a disservice. You, nope. That, nope. Fair enough. Then nope. we then we move on to Group D. This will be the last time we see Group D this week. So these games matter quite a bit. The first one is Splice versus TSM. This <laughs> this one matters in the sense of TSM cannot drop a game against a bad team. You nope. just can't do it if you nope. want to remain competitive. Nope, not at all. Walter, just I'm gonna give you your your minute. Just yesterday was so negative about TSM. Today everything went your way. Just and take your minute to enjoy it. You've earned it. Oh, everything just came up Millhouse today. It was fantastic. Svenskaren is proving that he's the best Lee Sin player at the tournament. Yep, that's right. Bjergsen said it, not me. I'm quoting Bjergsen. Yeah. I'm gonna quote Bjergsen. I'm gonna quote the the sick Danish boy on stage with with effigy. That's uh, yeah. That's not me saying that. That's Bjergsen. But I might, <laughs> I, I might potentially agree with it if it wasn't for MLXG coming out and be like, let me show you how to really play. Lisa. Yeah, I was gonna say like we got a very immediate answer to that. Hold the phone a minute, Bjergsen. Hold the phone a minute. I'm gonna take that mic from you. I'm gonna let you finish afterwards. But um, yeah, no, they played great. Um, double lift the couple of times that um, that Wraith actually tried to like Alistar combo him. He flashed out of him. And proved, like, yeah, I'm not afraid of Alistar. I think Mata's just a god, and it's just sold his soul to the devil or something. But, mm-hmm. um, 
And then Mata looked fantastic on Nami, too. So, uh, yeah, it was a great game. I think they're going to crush Splice. I don't think that Splice really has the tools to take advantage of them. Um, Nikki is not someone who's going to play something that's really going to exploit Biofrost. Right. And TSM showed that they were super, super patient, that they weren't going to take risks, that they were going to pick really, really smart team fights. They will sit back and keep farming, keep taking you know objectives here and there, denying vision, getting vision. And uh, I, I'm slightly worried going on the rest of the tournament, not against Splice, but about their Baron baiting. It was very... That was very inefficient. Yes. It was a lot of... I I think someone on the cast said two and a half minutes like sitting in bushes in Samson's jungle. And some of that might just be Samson was like, nope, we're not going to get caught. We're not going to get caught. We're going to make them come to us. Um, but it was, it was a little inefficient. Yeah. So I have TSM. Give me some threes here as well. TSM minus... 333. Yeah, and, and for the record, before I give us the final line, I do want to point out, like, I think the biggest difference between yesterday and today is the fact that we actually saw TSM build around Bjergsen. It's like they suddenly remembered, like, oh, right, Bjergsen's our star player. We yeah. should probably give him a carry. They just yeah. first picked Sindra and said, deal with it, Samsung. And Samsung said, "Did we? Ha- do we have to? Like, do we absolutely have <laughs> Wait, to deal really? with this? Really? Oh, crap. Yeah. Well, um... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and then the game just kind of rolled over from which, there. Which, which I mean, their their bands, the the Nidalee, eh? yeah, I guess, what? I guess, I guess Nidalee is just really this scary to everyone. Well, um, okay. well, I will say this: the only time it didn't make sense is Cloud Nine Bandit against Bengi, despite the fact that Bengi has literally never played a game of Nidalee in competitive <laughs> League of Legends. It has happened zero times, despite the fact that he has been a world champion caliber player since season three. I feel like I feel like what? he's done that before, though. I think it was like last year where he played a jungler that he had never played before. I and don't like care. crushed face with you, if it's been played zero times in competitive. There's got to be something else. You're playing Faker. That oh was yeah, it's only... definitely not a good champion for him. But I'm that just was saying. that was the the one band that I thought was the most egregious of the day. Congratulations, Reaper. You're, I, I gave you all this praise as being potentially coach of the year, and you just threw it away with one of the worst pick and bands I've seen in a while. But that's fine. We're talking about TSM here. I had TSM minus 400. It ended up being TSM minus 500. So I get the point. I think that that's as much about TSM being really good as it is Splice is really bad. Fair enough. I had Splice is going 0-6 in this group, and there were a lot of people, not not just you, a lot of people on Reddit who got very mad at me for saying this, and they were like, oh, but Splice, you know, they had such a good regular season, they did all these things. I, I don't care. They're in standard lanes now. Cobby's laning is being exposed in such a huge yeah, way. Nikki's positioning is a mess. Wonder really doesn't know what he's doing when he's actually having to play in lane for a significant amount of time instead of just being able to use his teleports to help the rest of his team. Trashy isn't able to play the support of junglers he wants. Gragas isn't available, so... You know, you know who would have been a good AD carry. You know who's a good AD carry for Splice to go after in the off season. Um, this Frenchman, his name is Steelback. I uh, think I, I think he's a great AD carry for them to go after in the off season. Take, I, take him I, away from Rocket. I, I hate to tell team. you this, Walter, but he's actually already signed with Vitality because the world makes no sense and Steelback oh, right. just right, that's throws right. away yeah, any potential right. he has yeah. to yeah, go he with just the signs- team. He just goes to the dance with the very first person that asks him. Got it. Right. I'm, I'm just totally, waiting to hear totally forgot about that. which Bundesliga team actually invested in Vitality and is now throwing them all of the money 
so that Steelback can just build a team around himself. Because otherwise, that is possibly the worst signing that I've seen in a long time. Though, as we've pointed out before, right? Dardock got signed to Echo Fox and then mysteriously was unsigned. It's still too early for Riot to acknowledge anything. So Steelback going to Vitality might not mean anything whatsoever. But if it does stick, it's very stupid. Um, You know who did learn? About that you kind of have to spend money to actually like win world championships. Samsung! That's that's true. Because two of their players that won a world championship are playing against them tomorrow on a Chinese team. <laughs> Isn't the world wonderful? It really is it's the old school Samsung versus the new school Samsung. It's it's investing in players that you already know are super talented and hoping they'll mesh together versus spending a year and a half to two <laughs> years just developing all of this young talent yeah. and praying something will come of it. So Pray, far, praise on rocks. That's <laughs> praise on rocks, though. That that's also how's he true. on Samsung? I mean, look, there there are plenty of players uh, players on um, on Samsung that have just you know we could say that they had great ambition when they made that jungle <laughs> signing earlier on. I it certainly didn't pay off that way today, Why? but Why? no, it did not. He he, <sighs> I have. I have seen Magic Garp deal more damage and be more effective. Level like 10 Magic Garp that all they do is splash and you have to go through 40 splash PP so you can get him to use struggle. And that's what Ambition was trying to do. He was trying to struggle his way through this game. It, it was, was not bad. ideal. I think it's safe to say it was, bad. it was not what you were hoping for if you are a Samsung fan. Does this change your impression of where this particular series goes. Because RNG, you know, after yesterday, we're like, well, they got a win over TSM. That's a big win, but we weren't sure how good TSM was. TSM proved themselves today as being, you know, pretty, you know, good at the very least. They they beat up on Samsung. And, you know, maybe that's victory over Splice doesn't matter so much anymore because... it certainly doesn't seem like Splice is some great team that's just you know, waiting to realize its potential. So at the end of the day, Walter, where do you think this line deserves to end up? Well, Samson has to win this game or this group is over for them. I think mm-hmm. they, they, they really need to win this win this game against RNG because that'll put them 1-0 over RNG. They've already lost to TSM, um, and they only have the one other victory against play. So just to keep up with the group, they really need to win this game. Yes. Um, because as, as good as RNG looked and as great as TSM looked, I think TSM and RNG will split their 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 series against each other. And if Samson can't pick up games and force splits with TSM and with RNG, at four and two, TSM and RNG will just play for the for the group essentially, mm-hmm. um, and Samson will kind of be left left holding the bag. Uh, right. I have RNG at minus two fifty. I think they're the fourth best team in this tournament. I think they're better than EDG right now. I think that that's inc- incredibly fair. I think that RNG has shown they have a really good understanding of the meta. They've showed a patience that mm-hmm. we had not seen from them. Uh, and they also showed that when they play a bad team, they close out games as efficiently as possible. I mean, yeah. you know, I made a point about how efficient SKT was. The- you know, Technically, RNG, quickest game of the day, they did not waste any time disposing of splice like they were just a gnat on their shoulder you know it was it was an incredible game i however i understand that koreans tend to get a bump in these kind of things 
I think RNG has been overperforming what we would have expected from them in this first week. And so I had it at RNG minus 180. And with that, I am going to take the, the day because the actual line is RNG minus 149. Which really, yeah, I, I that's that's some good value there. Like we, we've said before on the podcast, we tend to recommend actual plus value odds. Holy crap, but minus 149 is a really nice bargain for a team that I think is potentially better than just about everyone in this group. I just want to check something here. I just want to see. So that's 60% implied probability. Just a shade under that. Yeah, that's that's probably closer to like seventy five percent chance of that happening. Yes. Samsung did not look good today. They didn't, and I don't see how Samsung's strengths max up well with what RNG does, right? Like, so, so what are we supposed to believe that ambition is going to keep up with MLXG? Good luck with that. Have fun. I I appreciate your and, enthusiasm, and but Uzi and De- and Mata just looked. Uzi went out of his mind. I mean, Uzi just does not care. I, I actually the the direct text I sent Walter is that Uzi looks at enemy champions the same way a fat guy looks at ribs. Which <laughs> and Walter, my response was, "Don't be nice. He's lost some weight." To which I said, "You've clearly never seen me look at ribs because that's really what I was, you know." I'm gonna, I, I haven't I, because I haven't met you yet, but we're going to change that at the semifinals. Yeah, but then we'll be in New York. You can't get good ribs in New York. Don't play me on this. this I'm sure is, we can find some, like, all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet and we'll get the same look at, you know, at Chinese spare ribs or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll make it work. But you yeah. know what? Right now, I'm the one making it work in this competition. I am up 12-7 to 7 after three days. If you're wondering where that extra point comes in, we had a tie yesterday. So, Walter, you've got five points to make up. The group stage, obviously, there's still plenty of time. You can, yeah. you can definitely you know, go back over your spreadsheet. I'm sure Steve will have some inside stuff. He'll slip your way to try to catch you back up. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this look into day three of the Guest <laughs> Alliance. Uh, if you want more in-depth analysis, if you're waiting for us to really break down, you know, team by team, you know, what we really think for the long run. Mm-hmm. We are going to be doing on Tuesday, it should be up on Slingshot Esports. We are going to have our full week breakdown. It'll take into account all of the days so that we're not looking at just one measly game sample size. And we'll really go in and and give you guys all of that kind of full-blown analysis. This is much more of an off-the-cuff kind of show, just an immediate response to what we just saw. Uh, if you liked this, you should definitely let us know. Hit that like button on YouTube or subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you search Rough Drafts Podcast, you'll be able to find it that way. We're very close to being able to just tell you guys our YouTube <laughs> URL. Um, you need to get 100 subscribers yeah. is what it sounds like. And you lovely listeners have been subscribing, which, A, makes us feel great. It means that we're doing something right. Yep. Um, and we read every comment. We really do appreciate all the feedback you guys are giving. So you know, please keep doing that, you know, and if you don't like the YouTube format, you prefer to have your MP3s so you can just, you know, take it on the go, everything else, soundcloud.com slash esports rough drafts, iTunes, if you search for rough drafts podcast, you can comment and leave reviews on there, uh, we love hearing from you on those places as well, 
Um, and, and I obviously I check all of those. So uh, we really appreciate all of that stuff. That way you can make sure you'll get all of our Guest Alliance podcasts. We'll have one more coming up on Sunday right before the games then. We're going to try to put these up at about 11 a.m. going forward. Today was a little late, but we're going to try to move those earlier for you guys so that you guys have plenty of time to listen before Worlds starts. And when Worlds is going on, of course, you should be following us on Twitter. At Rough Drafts Pod is where we do our live tweeting. Uh, I've been trying to do as much live tweeting as possible, so you guys got to live through my excitement on day one and my misery today. Uh, Walter throws in his zingers every once in a while as well. And of course, we've got our own personal social media accounts. If you want to contact us directly on anything we've said at any of these podcasts, I am at King on Twitter. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you? Yeah, I, I've, I've been saving those slightly more explicit tweets for, for my personal Twitter, uh, which you can follow at C80s underscore LOL. I'm, I, yeah, I've had, I've had a couple zingers because I'm, I'm very much enjoying the games that I'm watching and enjoying all the LMS fanboys as their hopes and dreams crumble before us like the walls of Babylon. Man, all three of us are really disappointed in you. <laughs> all I, three. I, you I really, and Sturka and Clement. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Gumiho somewhere is in there. I mean, I, look, you got to root for the regions that you love. We're going to keep rooting for them. We're going to keep watching these world games. We know you guys are going to as well. Uh, come back tomorrow. And until next time, goodbye, Internet.